This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, this is Kelly. And this is Dan. Um, just a warning to you guys before we get started. Um, this episode contains some explicit language. So if you're offended by the F word or the S word or the A hole word or the S hole word or the P hole word, you might not want to listen to this episode. And if you're offended by the N word, uh, that's okay because we are two and we don't say it. Right. And we also say some disparaging things about female sailors. So if you are one or know one and that offends you, you might want to skip minutes three through 16. Yeah, it gets pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, if you're from the Canary Islands, you might be offended when we say, quote, the Canary Islands, more like the Canary shit islands, because the whole time I was there, it smelled like bird shit. Yeah, so you might want to skip this episode. Yeah, it was intense. A couple of times in the episode, you can see me naked i mean it's just for a minute and uh, i know it's an audio podcast but trust me you can you can definitely see it now during the episode i will be watching an illegal cockfight uh throughout the entire thing now it's muted but just know it's on the whole time and it is very cruel to the animals unnecessarily cruel at times so if you're an animal lover um you know you might want to skip this one so violent Oh, oh, and we do fire a handicapped person during the episode just for being handicapped. Uh, otherwise, though, it's totally clean. This, this is Make, Make Me, Me Like, like it. it. This is a podcast. We're here. What up? What up? Welcome to Copter City. We're here. It's your two favorite people. Put 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 That sounds like something you could say to like a little kid. Like, what's the sound that a helicopter makes? And then they go put 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 You say wrong. Wrong. Get out of here. You can't do it fast enough. You can't do it fucking fast enough. Then you're not in my class. You failed. Dan, you should teach kindergarten. I, yeah, I try to. I walk into the schools and I'm like, hire me, baby. Hire me, baby. Hire me or I'll shoot you with this gun. <laughs> you uh, walk into the schools with a yeah, gun? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, on that <laughs> note, we're talking about... <laughs> on that note, I'm Dan. <laughs> I'm Kelly. And, and welcome uh, to Make Me Like It, where we talk about things we don't so much like or know much about and our friends try to convince us to like them or not even convince we just have like a conversation about it but there's a there's an undercurrent of convincing there is there's a little bit of there's a little bit at stake and if and yeah a little bit mm -hmm. there's a little bit at stake and if and if it's not there they're doing a bad job you know that's true they do a bad job there that's should be some tension stake. going on there oh, should be yeah. a pro like i want people listening to this being like oh this is a problem yeah have, a can problem. you guys notice have you noticed that it sounds like we're two inches from the faces of our guests at all times yeah that's what we do and i'm always like trying to to nut tap them oh jesus is that what that's called i guess hey. i can't imagine what else it, ball tap nut tap tap yeah. nut tap nut <laughs> ball nut yeah i can't uh that's that's one of the stupidest things i've ever seen i think it's so cool when guys hit e guys hit each other in the nuts i think it's yeah it's like the coolest. make me like that 
You don't have to. I love it. <laughs> I hate it. Sorry, I hate it's it. It's the worst thing ever. That was actually one of the best things I ever heard on the Dan Savage uh, Savage Love podcast was that someone called in saying that her boyfriend does that uh-huh. and that this like a guy got really mad at her boyfriend and he and was making a big deal out of it and Dan I'm Savage pretty sure Dan like, Savage fuck yes. your boyfriend yeah, yeah he's a fucking he's that's assault yeah yeah it's like he's an asshole he's like touching people in their genitals and apparently then, I mean it was okay quote unquote when we were 12 years old or something I not really my friends no. doing it no it still wasn't okay nobody liked it then not at all nobody's not like all. No, but no, now, no man I but know now are you fucking psychotic no man I know ever is like remember we were 12 and we just like hit each other in the remember nuts those we were, were the days remember that like testicle torture thing we would do to each yeah. other gosh i i miss that yeah well anyway good talking to you we did this thing in volleyball practice where we would hit each other in the tits and it's like oh. god damn it. it it was for me it was like it was like total sexual tension though i guess that's what it is it's like i just want to touch your chin you're not hitting someone in, in any sort of like sexual area and being like <laughs> i was just it wasn't about sex it was messing i was just messing with him no because i'm wanna... horny and i don't know what to do <laughs> okay 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 fuck you yeah. fuck all of you and then fuck you bring, me. Out, bring out your gun again yeah <laughs> hire me um okay so today we're talking about living outdoors <laughs> what, what is who, Guys, this is crazy okay this is a very There's strange no topic Living outdoors, this topic would not have come up without this guest because it's true. It's very specific. We, to, be, but no. if you think about it, you probably know someone that at one point has lived outdoors. Like this person is the most comfortable outdoors of any person I've ever met, and and she makes uh, an interesting argument. And um, she also it, so so Melanie. The our guest is Melanie Hamlet, right? Who we know uh, through improv. But she's not really an improv comedian. She defines herself through many other right. Forms I would say of... she's mainly a storyteller now. Yeah, she does Moth podcast. You could hear yes. uh, and uh, Risk. Risk. She's on there a lot. Uh, yeah, she's she's an amazing storyteller. She's amazing. I don't know if blogger is the term, but she she does. She used to have a Tumblr that I would look at all the time. And a writer now in many she, forms. Yeah, now she has an Instagram that I look at all the time, and and she's. Ugh, I I really love her point of view. I love her writing. I love hearing about everything that's going on with her. I love the way she writes and the way she tells stories. And a lot of these stories and the things she writes about have to do with all of her travel and all of her living outside. She puts herself in really interesting positions all the time. She challenges life. She really does. She's an explorer. She is an explorer and she lives sort of or she has lived, not mm-hmm. currently, but has lived somewhat of a vagrant lifestyle. Yes. Um, of being outside, living outside, living on a, in a truck, mm-hmm. doing different things. It's it's it is a um a far cry from the stable, cozy life that I have chosen for myself. Right. I can't ever see doing anything like this. So I'm curious to hear why the hell <laughs> anyone would ever do anything like yeah, this. Yeah, living outside. Jesus, what about the bugs? What about the uh what about the heat? can you get can you have french toast? No. What about the snow? What about the cold? What about my hairspray? 
Yeah. What about um? What about uh? My old spice body spray that I love so much. Yeah. What about all the sprays you need? What about uh? A nice tender piece of uh, chicken nugget. Yeah. Exactly. Can't well, eat that you can't outside. get all that outside. So Melanie Hamlet, our dear friend from UCB, let's hear what you got to say. <laughs> coming <laughs> and being on the show thanks for having me <laughs> nice nice lots of energy yeah to start nice we like to scream into the microphones to start the interview to you know kind of do a defibrillator like pump up mm-hmm. uh, juices well i'm all yeah. about silly voices my mom always says whenever i take photos she's like why do you always have to make that face oh like you gosh. know and i do that with voices too i can't even just say hi i'm like hi, hi. Yeah. Yeah. whatever like, all the stupid. like all the like normal <laughs> pleasantries you have to be like oh, how are you? yeah yeah, yeah exactly. Wait, so she just doesn't like that you have like a nice energy to it <laughs> no it's because oh. like all all of no, my photos like, i make this like almost like mock like over exaggerated smile like ah, instead yes. of just like smiling you know, it looks like yes. fake instead of yeah. authentic because I'm making fun of smiling. And moms just <laughs> love to uh, criticize their daughters. Isn't that, that is that true? Isn't that the that's truth? true? Yes. The dog is definitely trying to get something out of your lap. I know. I tried, to fa- I tried to finish this power bar before we started. No, Wally's like, power bar. Like, well, that's actually bar. kind of a good segue that yes, I feel like you power eat. Power bar. I would imagine like eating bars would happen a lot if you were living outdoors. Yeah. No, like, I literally just did such an outdoor thing when I came over here. I'm like, I'm starving, Dan. I really need something. I normally, I have this backpack with me full of all kinds of a Patagonia, po- possibly waterproof backpack. food that can be, like, water-added <laughs> And, like, normally, because I'm always prepared, because, like, what are you doing? Wally. <laughs> he's eating, like, the wrapper now. Please don't eat the um, wrapper, Wallace. He's like, I know I that him. she has all kinds of shit in this bag. Thank you found a piece of gum or something. No, he found a he found a piece of the wrapper. Oh, brother. Um well, you were just throwing up like all of last week. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I basically uh even when I live in a city, like I have it's like I have this outward bound mentality. I can't shake it. Like I'm always like I got to have everything I need with me all the time. Right. And today I failed. Like I was like, "Oh god, I don't have nuts. Trail mix nothing on me." And so I was like, "Dan, do you got any trail mix or something?" Yeah, and sure I enough, he had nuts. a power bar and trail nuts. Yeah. I'm an outdoorsman, I need nuts. We have yeah, Dan loves bars and nuts too. We have a ton of bars. We have Soylent too. If you would like a Soylent. What is that? The Soylent seems like it's doesn't seem like meal. an outdoorsy thing. It's a though. liquid what? It's a liquid meal. Oh god! Developed by like one of those weirdo uh, Silicon Valley guys, I mm. think, to like get as much work done without having to waste time eating. <laughs> uh, That's such an American thing, it too. Is. It's so <laughs> fucked up, taking the joy out of eating uh, as much as possible. Wallace, the dog will not leave my bag alone. <laughs> yeah, now now he's like got a taste for uh, protein bars. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it feels like um, outdoors people. Always have nuts on them. <laughs> yeah, Why well, is that? It's not like nuts. It's not like there's nuts that are found like in, in nature. Well, there are obviously in nature. But, <laughs> um, it's not like you know if you're traveling, say like driving across country, that you're just <laughs> like cool. There's just like nuts here in Utah at the arches. Right. Let me uh, grab these these fresh nuts. Well, <laughs> so outdoors people are not necessarily 
it's all everything's about utilitarian stuff, right? right? So nuts are like a lot of calories, a lot of fat. They're very lightweight. Don't take up much space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Makes like, sense. Like, you know, a handful of nuts is the same as like a giant burger or something like that. So, so you don't carry burgers. No, you. exactly. And <laughs> burgers, hot, burgers go bad. Burgers, yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> Whenever I go hiking, I like to have a nice bag of McDonald's with me in my pockets. <laughs> Front and back pockets. French fries in the front, burgers in the back. <laughs> Although you, it's funny, like, I have to, now that I, like, live in, like, the normal world, I have to, like, remember that my standard, like, what I know and what you can do in the outdoors, like, people are not cool with that in cities, right? So, like, when you go backpacking, you carry, like, a giant thing of sausage and a giant log, of, like, cheese or whatever, and, like, that shit will last you for forever, and you just, like, cut off, like, the mold and shit as it gets bad, but, like... It's fine. You don't need to refrigerate refrigerate shit. Yeah. But in the city, like people aren't cool with that. Like, no. yeah. and also you just can't in terms pull of, out a sausage. And yeah, start like shaving off because everyone thinks that it's gone bad like, if cheese ew. is not in your in in the fridge all the time. And you're like, no, dude, that shit lasts for like three weeks on a backpacking course. I promise you. And they're yeah. like, ew. Yeah. So you're like, okay, I guess I won't offer you this thing that's been in my bag for two Much weeks. Greasy, sweaty <laughs> sausage. But yeah. uh, civilization loves refrigeration. Yeah. Yeah. Because like we even in here we put like um, uh we put butter and eggs in the fridge that. Is it's kind of debatable if you really need to do that, right? It's yeah. True. Well, in Europe they don't do that shit. Yeah. No. You know, a yeah. lot of this is like this, like FDA bullshit. Asia it's all too. like yeah. it's so weird. I know. So in Thailand, I, re- I noticed too that eggs are just out there for you to buy. Yeah, they're it's just not... out on the street for you to grab. <laughs> so I think the difference is, is once for you know everything is like manufactured here, like food yeah. is even manufactured. So I think I'm pretty sure, like here, like. If you buy eggs that are refrigerated, you got to keep them refrigerated. Yeah, but, yeah. but it's They'll like, but if you live on that. a farm and you like don't have them refrigerated, you don't have to and they can stay that way. So tell us what, how you ended up living outdoors for so long <laughs> and for, well, different patches of time. Yeah. Um, well, like I went to uh, college at the University of Montana mm-hmm. and one of my roommates was uh, towards the end of my career there was, uh, a whitewater raft guide. And he, in the summertime, he would go to Colorado and live in his truck and work as a raft guide. And I was like, huh, living in your truck. That's interesting. Yeah. And then like I met his girlfriend. She was this beautiful, badass woman who lived in her truck and her truck was awesome. And I was like, that's it. That's what I want to do. I didn't even know that was an option. Ladies so you do had a it cool, too. You had a cool inspiration because yeah, no one I know who's ever lived in a car was in a cool car or was a cool person <laughs> or like chose to be in a car like yeah, yeah, most yeah, people yeah. live in their cars is because like they're in bad times people love to talk about how jewel used to live in her car yeah exactly I, yeah yeah i have no place to sleep like so, people uh, even say that when i was living in my truck they're like like jewel they're, oh you're like jewel and i was like i kind of guess you're like Definitely you know what homeless, i do have a really successful music career so yes, <laughs> I, it's actually been remarkably identical to jewel. i'm like i'm Just like like the like comedy Jewel. version of Jewel. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I so I remember thinking like, ooh, well, first of all, I was a history major. It was my senior year of college. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do when I get out of here? Like, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want like. To go to like a desk job. Yeah. 
And like, what do you do with a history degree, right? Like, yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, that's right. I don't actually. And then I'd also read, read like Into the Wild, right. which was a huge inspiration for me. I was like, wait, there's act- you can actually choose to just. Now, I would never burn money. Like, I think that's the most fucked up thing yeah, that, that guy did. Yeah, that kid was an idiot. Yeah. Or I never is saw that it the or lesson of Into the Wild was that kid was a little bit of an idiot? Like, he had like a good. Like he was like, fuck, you know, like what everybody wants for me, like money, right. money makes you evil and all that stuff. But I'm like, you could have donated that shit to a charity. Yeah. You can't just fuck. burn money, man. Yeah. That's so selfish. I, yeah. I've you started know? seeing money as like energy almost. Yeah. And like, why would you burn energy if it could be translated into something positive for someone? Yeah. It makes I, it makes me very angry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like they should have even just changed that in the movie because that like yeah, maybe like you privileged white boy, man, like donate it to a homeless man or something you know that seems so wait i don't understand i, I didn't see it so okay yeah so, I didn't see it either. so basically like it's this rich kid who he had like shitty parents and he was really resentful about that shit and he hadn't worked out his mommy and daddy issues right. and he graduates from emory like you know he's got like a very promising career and he's like fuck all this noise he burns all of his money basically gives everything so away like symbolic sort of yeah uh, and then he's like becomes like a yeah what a bummer what do they call like a uh, tramp or a super tramp or like one of those dudes who like wanders around the country a hitchhiking vagrant? yeah like um, a hobo yeah, all vagabond. that stuff yeah a train hopping oh a vagabond that's good yeah there's, there's different so there's actually profession there's actually there, I don't know all of the levels of it my ex-boyfriend was one of them and he knew all the levels I really? forget yeah, like the Gutter one he punk? lived, the, the the crazy dude, he lived on a train for 10 fucking years. The, like 10 the shitty, years? Your shitty, my shitty ex, boyfriend. My, my, mm. he was abusive and crazy, but, um, uh, but he lived I, on a train for 10 years and he's basically like, now was like a leech train? on society. Hmm? The same train or did no, he? No, he like, he was a ri- rail rider is what they call him. Yeah. <laughs> Were the, was he with like a pack of many of them? Yeah. Like sometimes or sometimes he was on his own and like he was like, he was a, le- a legitimate hobo. Right. But that shit's illegal. So it's also like kind of attracts like a very dangerous, a motley crew and like really, it's really dangerous and like yeah. people like they get beat up and they steal your shit. Like it's, it's not good. Yeah. It's it not seems fun. like the kind of world where you <laughs> get beat up often. Like, yeah. I don't think I could survive. Well, they- Dress it in Once I got beat up uh, once. season two of Baskets, by the way. <laughs> yes. uh, did you see that? Wait, Zach I saw you. You convinced me to watch Baskets, oh, but yeah. I don't remember that. In season that two, part. Zach Galifianakis joins a like a team of gutter punks that are all like train <laughs> hopping and doing drugs and stuff. And yeah, is there a lot of drugs in that world? Yeah, no, it's life? basically like it's a kind of like be. like light criminals. Like they're not right. murdering people usually, but like like a. Yeah. Friendly little, British little pickpockets. Like yeah. when my when my boyfriend uh, at the time when I he, he I helped him get a car because I basically told him how to save money. He bought a car and then he was like, I was like, he was gonna go to California to follow me, which I was like, please don't, you're abusive. Anyway, uh, and he was like, I was like, how are you gonna get to California, dude? You don't even have money. You like mm-hmm. that's a lot of gas money. And he's like, oh, I don't pay for gas. <laughs> I was like, get it? What do you mean you don't pay for gas? Oh, he, he just like, takes it and goes. No, he. He he's he um begs for it. He he makes a sign that says going to California to see my daughter and sits on a fucking corner and oh, gives people to he give lies him money. About the daughter? He actually has a daughter, but that's not why he's going to California. <laughs> like like but he makes up lies. You know, he's, oh, he he uses his bummer. daughter to get money even though it's no, not sure it to happens. go see his daughter. Yeah, no. Isn't that sad that I like well, it's just weird that I'm like, well that's wrong. That's so wrong. Like he I feel like he should make a sign 
that is just like, I need to get to California. Yeah, but he is a piece of shit. But he's he was a, a piece man. of shit. So he's he was all man. about so lying to get whatever he wanted, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the idea, no, the idea yeah, the was, I was like, I don't understand. You mean, what do you mean you don't pay for gas? Like, that is part of the social contract of being a citizen is like, you want to go somewhere, you pay to go there. And right. he was like, he didn't understand that concept. He's, he takes advantage of the technologies that are available to human beings. Tragedy of the commons. <laughs> come up before on the we podcast. We can't have nice things. The tragedy of the commons comes out constantly. It's <laughs> constantly ruining everything for everyone. It is a bummer. Like, there's something, um, you know, that's appealing about this uh, idyllic lifestyle, you know, where you're not using stuff and you're taking advantage of kind of a crummy system anyway. I mean, yeah. you know, it's hard to choose who to favor the, the, the hobos that are stealing from the train or the train system and capitalism and society itself. Like, who do you, yeah. who do you root for? But it's kind of a bummer to, 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 it sounds like hurting other people. Yeah. And, li- and lying, I'm already like, oh no, this is wrong. Well, okay. Yeah. So this is what I realized. Cause I thought when I started dating him, first of all, I knew it was probably a bad idea. So I just went against my instincts. Like, whatever. But I thought, like, oh, we have so much in common. He was a rail rider. I lived in my truck and then, like, whatever. Relatively, I, all, I have a yeah. backpack, all over, like, whatever. I have the same, like, nomadic. Yes ideas and, and minimalism right right no we are so different because there's like the whole hobo like take advantage of the system leech on the system and then there's people like me who are like i paid for my truck i paid right. for car insurance you got a I, in your backpack yeah like That's i paid cheap. my bills yeah. yeah and i didn't i wasn't a leech on society and every time I, sometimes i would serving you were you were living very simply by not spending a lot of money but yeah. you didn't have a problem spending money on things you needed yeah obviously. like i was i just basically kind of you know, uh, turned against consumerism. I didn't, cause I right. didn't ha- couldn't b- fit stuff in my car. Right. So I just right. didn't spend money, but I was a responsible human being. I even voted in every election, like, uh, you know, uh, absentee ballot. Wow. Like I created a photo, uh, like a voto voting, like as a joke, but as like absentee <laughs> ballot voting booth in Joshua Tree when, when we wow. were all living there so with a bunch of people, we all just went in there and filled out our forms. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I made I like, you know, on your Instagram or tarps whatever, and Tumblr. yeah, like, uh, you yeah. know, just as like kind of like, well, this is kind of a voting booth, although we don't really need privacy yeah. to do this. How long were you in Joshua Tree when you were living there? Um, I would be there like every fall and spring for a couple months. And like, what do you do for the, those couple months? You like, climb all the time. That's it. It's just like, climb, gotta climb, climb, climb again. Yeah. All you Well, I mean, I was working uh, the in the outdoor education business. So okay. I would, oh, but so I would have working. like, yeah, I was working. And then on the weekends, we would all meet up there and then sometimes we'd have a week off because, you know, that's kind of how freelance in the outdoor, just like freelance anywhere. You're like, sometimes you work, sometimes you're waiting for work. Right. right. And so we'd all during the day and whenever any of us were off, we'd all just always meet up there. It's like a home base. You climb all day and then you have like the craziest experiences with other like climbing nomadic weird people at night. Like, you know, you explore caves by headlamp, you have, you know, fires and you don't have television. Right. So mm-hmm. You know, friends, people like they it's really easy to just rely on entertainment to to kind of bond, you know, like last time I was here, we watched the Oscars together and we talked and stuff and that was great. But we also had something to like focus on. Yeah. Big, loud, colorful. Yeah. And something to make fun of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We all just made fun of it. Yeah. And so when you live outside, you don't have anything but each other. So so like you got guitars like we would like 
we would always end up like creating games to entertain each other. Like one night someone was sitting around, someone had this big old bag of peppers that were left over from a course, you know, and like, we're going to go bad, you know? And so we're like, let's see like how many, who can eat the most? Like these are hot peppers. Right. Who can eat the most peppers? You know? And it was like us drooling over a fire, like torturing <laughs> ourselves with peppers for like two hours. And it was like one of the best memories I have. For fun. Wow. Yeah, for fun. Because, so, you know, you end up being like ridiculous yeah. and whatever. So you got out of college and you were like, I don't want to go into the workforce. You were a little bit like the into the wild guy, a little bit. Well, I did not, go into the workforce, yes. but not the Melanie's always corporate. been working, Kelly. Yes, I'm always, I've always had a job. Right, no, that's what I meant. <laughs> I, yeah, not the corporate workforce. Not the corporate workforce, And yeah. so you decided to did you buy a car after college or did you I already had a car you had the car I had, yeah i moved into that truck. Car. yeah i didn't have this truck i had a pathfinder so okay. it actually became a lot easier when i bought a truck right because um, you could and then yeah. so like so this has been happening on and off since you graduated from college yeah more or less i mean now i'm a little bit removed from that but like right. I, you've got more of a home base now you yeah. sleep indoors now yeah basically when i graduated college i gave away my truck, oh, not my truck, my, uh, you know, my bed, <laughs> I, need my, I, need, I can't give away like, my oops, house. Oh no, that was a huge mistake. <laughs> I gave away like pretty much everything I owned that didn't fit in my truck, my bed, my desk, all the stuff that I had in college. Mm -hmm. And I basically, the back was just clothes and books and climbing gear and rafting gear and all that stuff. And that was like my stuff for a long time. So, and I lived in my truck for five to six years, really more or less, because I kind of was doing a little bit my last that summer and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, and then I moved to New York City, but I didn't acquire any stuff. I was right. in a sublet, so I didn't have a bed. I like basically just kind of, and then after that, like camped I lived in out South. in someone's Yeah, room. I camped out. I was still camping out. It's still that same mentality, right. you know? Well, and before I moved to New York City, I worked, worked at Outward Bound and did that, but like it was, even in Outward Bound, I worked in the Outward Bound office in New York City with a bunch of Outward Bound instructors and we lived in cubicles, <laughs> Oh, that's Everybody right. Everybody was doing the same thing as you, essentially, yeah. and living in the cubicles. Because we all like don't make much money, and you right. can't afford rent in New York City. So at the the top floor of the Outward Bound office in Queensboro Plaza, um, like we were right next to a strip joint. You know, like I came out of the office building like to a dude getting a blowjob, and I was like, "Wow, this is crazy." I'm like still in the wild, but like in a city, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> I guess that's New York. It's sort of right. still the wild, a different yeah. version of the wild. That's why people like were like, "I can't believe you live in New York City." I was like, "Dude, are you kidding me? This the shit's like thing, way yeah. wilder than fucking Montana." Yeah. You know? Now, why was that man getting a blowjob outside? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you picked up have anywhere girl. to go. It yeah, was, it was in too the car. hot inside. It was oh, like it was the, the sun car. was okay. just coming out. Sorry, I thought it was yeah. like on the sidewalk, like <laughs> no, no, right no, outside no. the door. <laughs> but like, anyway, the name of this episode is getting blowjobs outside. <laughs> <laughs> is that the second blowjob outside reference? No. Oh, oh, I thought. But I thought, the the name of the episode is going to be living outside. Gotcha. But I guess if you're living outside, you're blowing. You're getting blowjobs. Right, right. Yeah, we're in a car. Have you have you had a lot of sexual intercourse under the stars, quote unquote? Uh, yeah. Like up until recently, up until I got a place here in L.A., I'd say most of my most most of my sexual experiences have been in a car or outside. Wow. Yeah. Like I've I've fucked not in a bed more than in a bed. Interesting. Until I got my own place and then like went on a tender bed. Over the last couple of years, and now I've like doubled my number and like fucked a lot all wow. in a bed. <laughs> now it's bed. You're back to the bed. Back well, back. well, that's bed. an interesting thing is that you have gone back and forth. So after or back and forth to indoor and outdoor, yeah. you know. So is it after like a stretch of outdoor? Do you 
kind of go nuts and or, or like I just need a bed again and then is it the yeah. same vice versa though too kind of I mean here's the thing like this is why I like that whole hashtag like van life drives uh-huh. me fucking crazy oh um van it's life. all bullshit really like, yeah, Instagram like van life. it's yeah. all like every I, and I've been actually I've pitched it to a couple magazines and they were like oh this is great but sorry it's not it's too odd like that, you know, it's like too late. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? Every two months, there's a new article from like Boston Globe or like New York Magazine that's like van life. Every, all millennials are, you know, all millennials they don't want to be a now. slave to rent. So they all right. living in their van. And it's all pictures of these fucking models. Yeah, beautiful In these people. beautiful like vans Gorgeous with these hot nudes. Yeah. And they're like parked on a beach with this beautiful view. Completely renovated like Airstreams. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like... They're all sprinter vans. I'm like, try living in a truck, motherfucker. Sprinter <laughs> right. van's like a, a mansion compared yeah. to a like my. I was living in like an oversized coffin, more or yeah, less. Like yeah. I bang my head on the top when I sit up in the morning. Right. You know? how, when you're saying you're living in there, how are you living in there? What what is there's that a, like? a cap on the back. Okay, and okay, so you sleep in the in the cap. in the back, and I and I and most people who live like climbers tend to have toilet comas. <laughs> we all love. Toyota yeah. Tacomas. And, uh, My ex had a Toyota Tacoma. Yeah, and th- with a bed built in the back. Yes. And then you have like uh, like Tupperware and drawers underneath. Like there's a way to pack the whole thing to uh, so that it's easy to access. Certain- like you put your books in the very back and like your underwear and shoes towards the front. You know, mm-hmm. like there's a system. Right. There's a whole system. And but now you- people have these like giant vans and I'm like, you can stand in your house? Are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> so wait, so where would your You're body go? standing When you slept, where would your body go? On the bed. Yeah, uh, the so cat. there was a bed. So like there's like a, so like maybe a couple inches off, uh, like basically the bed would usually cover the wheel wells. Uh-huh. And you would, so all your stuff is more or less underneath you. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and then most people put like a futon mattress or like, that's a little thick because then you're losing head space. Yeah, So I'd have like a thin, you know, like little styrofoam foam kind of thing. Um, But, uh. Not a Tempur-Pedic mattress. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, some people like, you know, would deck theirs out, but like I was pretty minimalist even with my minimalism. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) But this, that must stem from something, right? Like you don't, seem to care about stuff too much i mean some yeah. things you know again you have a nice backpack a little nalgene kind of bottle yeah like i do have things I, I value the, the things that i have and i see that they have purpose but where do but you i s- don't like spending money on just stuff yeah. where do you think that does that come from something like growing up no it's like, a, well if, if anything it comes from the opposite ah. because i grew up in the suburbs of nashville and spent all my spare time in a mall when i was a teenager right. just wow. buying shit right and I don't know. Like and I just that didn't make you happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I just joy as a teen. and I think so. When I saw that there players? was another, uh, like another uh, way, way to, to do it, and I just realized, like, I also and maybe this had something to do with it. Like I was raised by a single mom in a suburb that before. When my mom and dad moved there, it hadn't become. It's the, now it's like the Tennessee Titans live there, and like oh, the wow. country music stars. Like it's a very like rich area, but like the older neighborhoods within that suburb are, you know, now of course they're worth a lot of money, but middle class. Yeah, and so we were That's like, right. and then my and then my mom, you know, my dad, and my mom got divorced. It was like a single mom pretending that she had money in an area mm. where like my school like my classmates had brand new cars when they were 16 and all that stuff so i was always like a little resentful because we were pretending to have money and we didn't yeah that's tough and then i realized like you know a lot of my friends like that it's that whole thing like that suburban thing where you're like everyone looks so fucking happy 
But like a lot of my friends had some really fucked up shit going in, on in their families. Right. And I'm like, this is all fake. Yeah. You know, and I think that's kind of where I got the idea of like, wh- what is the point of all this? Everyone literally like had their nice, beautiful house and like, da, 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 you know, and it's like, but they're like, you know, the uh, the husband is uh, fucking cheat. You know, like the w- yeah. wife hates him. The like everything's all have drug a mess. Problems, yeah. yeah, the kids are all fucked up. Yeah. Like, yeah, it you is know really I mean? weird. Like people's the the we never talk about like the most obvious problems. You mm-hmm. know, they're always like looked glazed over and looked over and ignored. Or and it, it is so strange that yeah, you end up building this kind of weird fake society to compensate or to just ignore that yeah. stuff. Yeah, it seems like it was you know probably the fifties when that idea of the suburb, the idea of the perfect home, the perfect belongings. Yeah, the the accrual of belongings started. You know in the 50s in yeah. response and to men coming back insane from having just seen the <laughs> exactly. most atrocious war in exactly. the history of the world well and also that was the backlash the feminist backlash where they're like oh shit these bitches are making fucking rockets and That's shit true. we gotta get them back in the home yes. let's get focus on the home being do. the thing yeah, yeah. you yes. know and also we've got all these poor motherfuckers in um, factories making all this shit like crazy so why don't we have them make them even more shit you know? <laughs> right we can make so much stuff in these factories Get people to buy the perfect, you know, microwave oven. Get them to buy this. Get them to buy this. Yeah. Then they've got everything they need. And then everyone put on your fucking smile and shut up. Like, yeah. There are no problems. Yeah. It's weird that they never talk about, like, um, I guess because it just wasn't being studied as much, but like PTSD and um, all the like mental problems that probably occurred in World War II. Because mm-hmm. I feel like PTSD is always associated with like the Gulf War or something. Now. Yeah, because it's like, oh, it, it only, it's like, it's a new thing as if like right. all vets haven't always yes, had yeah. it, you know? Like people waking up screaming. I, I, I had my <laughs> friend's dad uh, was a Vietnam vet. And, well, for a long time, Vietnam veterans, it was treated as like a joke, right? It's yeah. Like, uh, this guy's, he was at the Vietnam and now he came back and he's crazy. Right, yeah, right, like right. Shell shock. Yeah, yeah. You kind of laugh. Oh, that, like, that oh, alcohol like homeless man's yes. probably a vet he's <laughs> nuts now yeah. hey, lieutenant dan and people it's like, used yeah. to make Lute- fun of that lieutenant like Diane. something something uh, back in nam yeah, yeah. People used to make <laughs> like they're just like, hardened people i mean even and in like, the, yeah, the these simpsons people um, saw people killed constantly that's why they're insane yeah exactly. Skinner in, in the simpsons it's like a joke that he would like oh, look outside uh the blinds and like beck and nam you know and <laughs> and it was supposed to be kind of funny that like he's obsessed with the war so, kind of right it's like, oh he's like a sick person now because right. of the things that he's, he's seen hurt his brain so is like yeah. irreparable <laughs> the right, damage right. that's been caused he's, he's afraid man. of getting murdered all the time, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> because of that stress his life has changed forever Oh, right. Man. So that's great. Yeah. But <laughs> but well, it's that kind of mentality this keeping up with the Joneses yeah. stuff that I li- I think that that's kind of like the undoing of our society right now. Like cuz yeah. I mean you and it's so easy to fall into it though. Like I Totally. I've had to actually kind of come back to center because I grew up in the suburbs and I was like, "Oh, like I I bought into all that stuff." And then I saw the fault in all of it. So then when I found this other option, I was like, fuck yeah, man, I don't need any of that shit to be happy. It's I can, a big and I live, swing. yeah, right. and I lived I under nothing. the poverty line. I think I made $10,000 a year. F- I still make, you know, like now I make maybe 20 or 30. Like that's a lot for me. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's right. My friends all graduated college and they make like a hundred, 200. Like they make yeah. a lot of money and I can't, right. I've never, made a lot of money in my life Mm -hmm. hopefully that'll change one day but anyway yes um, having more money would be nice yeah Yeah. but like 
Hire Melanie. But I was kind of went so far the other way. And now I've come back to center where it's like, I don't judge people for wanting things. Like I have like a nice apartment now. After 50, basically that journey went from like giving everything away right out of college, living in my car for a long period of that. I'm going to New York, basically living out of my car in an apartment, you right. know, and then being like missing it. So then I moved back into my truck for a little while. Then I moved back into, a, you know, I just, and but I never acquired shit. Everything I owned could fit in my truck for 15 years of my life. Wow. Until I moved to LA and I was like, yeah, this shit's fucking tiring, man. It's stressful. So it's that, tiring. Yeah. And I don't like, and community becomes really important, especially in your 30s. And I yeah, was yeah. like, I need a sense of, of home, even if I'm gone all the time, because I'll always be a traveler and you'll kind of nomadic. Wandering. So where do you think you're at, I guess? Like, so right now, do you think you're living in Los Angeles right now? You have, yeah. you said, a nice apartment. Going to Europe next week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah I'm going. So what's, what's, what's with that? What's going on in Europe? Well, like, I, so, like, I, I believe that, I, first of all, I love fucking european dudes i love like <laughs> i love like i love european so men sex tourism it's yeah well, i'm gonna fuck my way over europe this year i'm turning oh, wow. 40 so it's kind of like Happy a 40 to you. thank you yes <laughs> kind of like i kind of had a midlife crisis last year sure uh as everyone does when they're 39 because i think 40 will be easy 39 fucking nightmare Oof, 29 Terrifying. i found to be very yeah difficult. this is it's yeah, always because yeah because you've already bad. gotten over it right yeah, you're, you're like, like okay okay i'm in this new club now yeah yeah but you know the thing is is like you know, maybe I'll have a partner, but I probably won't have kids. And I just remember being like, my sister's got her family. Like my mom has got her husband. My, you know, my dad was like, got really sick. And I was like, oh my God, I'm getting to that place where like, I, I might be alone. I might be a golden girl. Like, you know, like I may not ever have a partner. And, you know, America is like, because like, the 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 core value in most of the world is family. Yeah. In America, it is not family; no. it's self determination. Yes. And which We're which very is also quick money. To throw out family. Yeah, like family comes second. You know, we yeah. all have family values. We always talk about family values. It's like, <laughs> bitch, we all know nothing about family values. Like all the guys that I like when I was in South America, I, I wandered around there for. Uh, eight months it, after being in New York. I yeah. was like, I can't handle being in one place. And down there, like everyone was looking after me all the time. They couldn't believe I was away from my family. And they I was have like, actual family values in other countries. Yeah. So like That's older people homelessness. live with their, ki uh, yeah. their kids. Homelessness is not an issue in other places because no one lets their crazy sister go to the street. Yeah. They'll keep her, you know, they in like a room inside. somewhere. They keep right. her taken care of they look after each other and like it's just and so family it's not just a sense of family like family if you broaden that is also a sense of community right and americans were not good at that because well, we essentially broke away from a community right right we're like, like the whole fuck all you thing. guys you know yeah and like we're you, like we'll make our own but yeah fuck you too yeah it's well, really it's like, it is a conflict yeah because it's like ostracized people coming to start their own country because they were not welcome in another one. Right. So the idea of like some values are going to get lost. Right. And, you know, honestly, like the only the, uh, you know, there's a lot of communities within America that do understand community. And but like most white people don't. Right. You right. know, like, I don't know. I found like obviously like the communities of from Mexico and stuff like they get it. Like yeah. they're all about Their family. But right. we can't relate to that. Very. Yeah. You know together. what I mean? So anyway. I, I at 39 I realized like fuck man like I, I, if I'm gonna like die alone so I don't this sounds morbid but I'm just you know it's like I see my 40s ahead right. of me and I'm like 
yeah, I, I, if I, I want a village, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, LA, I think will always be my American home base. Cause I really like it. I like You're having roots here. here. Yeah. I do. I like it here. But at the same time, like, I kind of identify more with Europeans. I'm a social Democrat. I'm mm-hmm. not obsessed with money. I'm not saying that, that they buy stuff and stuff, but it's sure. not this keeping up with the Jones bullshit that we have over here. Yeah, mm-hmm. here it's number one. It yeah. is very, very much a big number one. Yeah. So, so like even if go... it's South America or Europe or Australia, just right. somewhere else, but in America, we're so obsessed with right. money. Yeah, and I can't relate to that. And I've always felt like how... an outsider because of that. I feel like even in our lifetime, money has become more important. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, we lived through the most insane money-hungry times. Yeah, like, like, the 80s is when it became the most important. Whenever I watch period piece, pieces or even documentaries, you know, about the past that, or, well, obviously about the past if it's a documentary, but um, <laughs> y- there's so many things that, ha- like, 1700s and even 1800s that it's like, I don't understand how these things were, like, how people acquired things. Because it's not always just a direct exchange of money. I mean, look, mm-hmm. money has always been important. Right, it's right. It's always been like a, a, a big part of life of like, I if you're going to give me this, I, you got to get this or something. Yeah. You know, there's, there's got to be like a, a fair trade here. But it does feel like services and even just trading and favors were mm-hmm. mu- and people looking out for their neighbors and friends. Yeah. You know, that seemed like it was much more of like a functional part of society. Yeah. Which seems like it's gone. It's just eroded and eroded so much so that like, even when we need someone to like watch our dog in a pinch, you know, we have some neighbors, but like, it's not easy. Right. Yeah. And like babysitting, I feel like. Right. Has become just like a nightmare yeah. <laughs> where it, it you i feel like yeah at, at some point it probably used to be like you have people that you could rely on mm-hmm. and now it seems like and maybe it's more of a big city thing too of just no, LA and yeah New York. but it's also like it's it's bad everywhere though because like i remember like uh, this is when it, it, it you know sometimes you have those like light bulb moments and i remember i was like sitting in my apartment this was like you know this, earlier this year when I was starting this transition into like midlife crisis mm-hmm. and like I heard a helicopter. Gearing up for it. Because there's always helicopters, you know. Copter they call City. It, copter, yeah, yeah. call think, it Copter City. Yeah, I think I've heard you talk about this. City. And like I was like, uh-oh, there's a manhunt going around somewhere because they just kept hovering over my house. Yes. And I had this thought. I was like, oh, well, I hope no one like breaks in and murders me. And then I was like, well, no one would know for like five days anyway, because no one knows where I am or what I'm doing ever because I'm so fucking alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a wonderful thing to think on you know? the verge so of 40. I am so fucking alone. Like, and the thing is, I'm a very like, I can be a, an introvert. I'm an introvert and an extrovert. Like, I can't have both all, right. all the time. And, yeah. um, and, and you so, like, and you value your independence. I value sure. my independence a lot, but I also really value relationships and i was like you know it's so hard to have them here i mean you know you and i like i love you guys i see you like once every five months maybe and we live like exhausted we live 5.2 miles away from each other that's what my gps told me (laughs) you know what i mean like uh, but in la that's like uh, like 30 minutes or what you know without traffic or whatever right and so um yeah i just remember thinking like this sucks like i don't want to be and and now I'm young people. And this is the other thought that I had, which is also disturbing. I was like, w- as a woman, you know, you've got like maybe 10 years left before America is going to cast you aside as a worthless human being, especially right. if you don't have children. Right. Because yeah. once you're not fuckable anymore and you're not a mom, you have no value in this That's country. That's number two value. <laughs> fuckable women. Yeah. Fuckable is huge. It's money and fuckable women. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, Non-fuckable okay. woman with no money. 
Oh yeah, my yeah. God. In America? Yeah. You got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. Go I got to go, go to Europe where at least I'll have health care and shit. Yeah. You know? Or people will be like, this woman has wise things to say. Yeah. She's older than us. Some sort. There's something we could use here. It's like, you're, I'm sorry, but you're you have nothing. Yeah. You, you are worthless to us. So, so you're going to go on vacation to Europe with your family and then sort of scope out what maybe where you want to stay for a little while. Yeah. Like possible places. Yeah. So um, I mean, actually, Europe I already I got offered a job actually in, in Spain Europe? next year. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, to teach English. So I'm I'm going over there to see if like this place that I was offered. I mean, it's it's like it's just a year. Like I'm not mm-hmm. even a year. It's like nine months. But, but that you sounds know, like a good. Yeah. Like maybe a good amount of time for you. As yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and here's the thing. You get paid like 700 euros a month and you only work 12 hours a week. Wow. And it's amazing. really cheap there. Like this is the other thing. All these fucking you European dudes that I fuck, they come over to my apartment. They're like, nice place. How? And I, and I ask them like, how, you know, we talk, start talking about rent. And they're like, <laughs> they find out how much I pay in rent. And they're like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, how much would you pay for a place like this? And France or Spain or wherever all they're they're from and they're like mm, like 300 and I'm like yeah see that's the other thing <laughs> like this is crazy how much like the cost yeah, of living costs. in America is insane right now yeah right. I don't quite understand how the 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 um, housing market works that it's basically impossible they make it like just on the verge of impossible to living yeah to to, to, to afford living yeah which is just insane but I guess that's like that's what happens when a society it's a just fun values little money. trick. Yeah. Uh, and LA is not, the trick isn't working at all. LA's homeless population. And we're talking people that probably are not stoked about living outside. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it, I was homeless by choice. Charts. Exactly. Also like the apartments here are like full. Yeah. It's like, I think someone was, I, I was just hearing, so I don't know if this like there's not even enough housing. Like but even if people could afford it, but, but basically the vacancy rate is at like, two percent now or something so Mm -hmm. there's only like two percent of apartments available for renting because because of airbnb probably yeah (laughs) it's probably airbnb is kind of ruining a lot of cities like that's why they're starting to outlaw it and i as much as i like it like it fuck like rent out like your room while you're gone but don't fucking buy a bunch of apartments and just run a business out of it because you're being a a selfish dick that sucks yeah yeah it's actually ruined joshua tree that's all joshua tree no one can find affordable housing now because everyone bought a fucking house there fucking terrible i went and got a place for my birthday in joshua tree an airbnb and it was obviously a house yes an airbnb it was obviously a house they had built and uh designed and like put together just for airbnb and it was like designed for dolls. Like no person was, <laughs> would be comfortable. Like, no human being would be comfortable in this house. Right, it was right. Bizarre. Like yeah. it just did not feel lived in. There was nothing soft. Nothing. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everything was smelled disgusting like astringent i don't remember this you were not there oh. it was for my birthday <laughs> it was for my birthday weekend. and i wasn't invited no you weren't invited yeah, remember it was this? A, a ladies only yeah you were like go have a ladies weekend remember saying that because yeah. <laughs> i was like me and my bo- i'm gonna have a boys weekend we're just yeah, gonna like basketball. Like, dude, we're just gonna play with our balls all weekend. Yeah. All weekend yeah, yeah. yeah. watch football all weekend <laughs> Yeah, that's what you did. In March. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, Melanie, with um, going to Europe and going to South America, and then, uh, but like, so where do you find, you know, you're talking about community. Yeah. You know, can you compare the two of like which one you like better in terms of community? Like, um, I mean, Europe or South America? No, uh, outdoor vagrant lifestyle versus being at home. Uh, 
Right. And so, living in a brick and mortar. <laughs> well, brick and mortar apartment. Well, here's the other thing is like, um, and this is, goes back to that whole like van life hashtag. It's like, it's cool to do that when you're in your 20s, but it's not fun in your 30s. I, I, right. have, I have this belief that like you're, and this is something I learned over the course of like really fighting against what the word home even means. Right. You know, I've just rejected kind of the whole concept of it for a long time. I'm like, I'm dust in the wind, man. I don't need a home, you know? <laughs> and, um, and I realized that like, the reason why people value their homes is because it's like the one place, especially for women, where you don't have to worry about getting like raped or murdered unless you marry a crazy yeah. person. Yeah, it seems uh, like, <laughs> like instinctual or something that yeah. like, you need a place to just like go home and hide. To yeah, and, and the protected. older you get, the more stressful your life is, yeah. right? When you're 20s, you don't have any problems, really. Like, I mean, unless you have money problems. I mean, you have problems, right. but it's not like Things the level are so of responsibility. You don't have like... Like a sick parent, you don't have a car payment. You car pay, you don't have like yeah. kids. You don't. I mean, I don't have kids, but I've got my nieces that kids, I worry about. Savings, a retirement, lot, you know, all yeah. the things that pile up. Yeah, and it, it gets more, more and more. So, so the older you get, the more you need that like place that that none of that stuff is it, that you're safe in that one place, right? right? You like the weight of the world, and so like when I w- like lived on the road, and you know, I worked at Joshua, or sorry, uh, Outward Bound. Plus, you're strong and sexy as a. Sorry. <laughs> okay. and when, yeah, when I worked at Our Bound, like you know, we were I like lives out and you know sharing, just privacy, I guess. Right. Right. Privacy. So I had no privacy in my twenties. I mean, where I worked at Our Bound in Vermont, and during our training, there was twelve of us in a fucking bunk room before we went out into the, into the on our three week courses at a time, and like I didn't mind not having any privacy. Yeah. Uh, I, when I was in South America, I couch surfed. All over, with except for when I lived in one town for a few months, I couch surfed. I was down there for eight months. I couch surfed. So I was on someone's couch, and I it was exhausting. And I was thirty four, and I was like, "Why is this so exhausting? This is so easy." And <laughs> I'm I was like, "Thirty four, uh, and I there's no way I yeah, can't do it anymore. You don't have even... a door to shut. Yeah. So like you're basically vulnerable to like the person who lives there. If they right. if they wake up early, well, you're waking up early. That's you know how, what I mean? Yeah. This is how I feel about New York. Like, go to New York now if you're in your 20s. Oh, God. You not have the energy. Yeah. That's 30s. why we all move here. Yeah. Because we're I too old for to that retire. shit. I mean, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm retiring. I've talked to people who have, like, with, like, roommates and stuff, and I'm like, I don't think I could do it. Like, I mean, obviously, you and I live together, Kelly. But, right. But, like, and the idea of, like, to, another person all the time, you're like, oh, man. It's hard, you know, yeah. all that stuff is hard and you get more and more comfortable in like whatever you have now yeah. to go back to the stuff. I didn't have my own room until I was 25 or 26. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't laugh at me in my life. <laughs> my life. But I didn't have my own room. Yeah. You know, I was sharing rooms with people. Yeah. It didn't oh bother God. me that much. But then yeah. once you got your own room, it was like, oh, I don't think I, I can't go back now. Right. Know? I mean, now like I need a place to masturbate on a daily basis. Right. And like <laughs> living in a done. tent with like Somewhere three other people all fucking of... summer. Yeah, I never work? got to masturbate. You oh, know what I mean? You just held off for the summer. Yeah. Like where am I going to gonna masturbate? And... I'm literally like when I was an outward bound. Yeah. Three weeks straight in the wilderness, 12 students who, and there's no privacy in a Is tent. everyone just like furious, like clenching their teeth? I mean, they all need they're all, the release. kids, the boys are all going crazy because they're like 12, 15 year old boys yeah. and they, they, you know, they have no privacy and they're they, they even think anymore. like they can't even like talk without like, they'll be like, dude, we should totally fucking just have, and we're like, we can hear you. <laughs> you know, like there's like, you know, there's no cement wall. It's yeah. nylon. Wait, so what are they whispering to each other? We should masturbate? Or? No, no. Oh. Like how they should like. 
you know, run away. Like I was actually official runner. Uh-huh. Like there was three, three instructors and I was the one who had to have a, a backpack packed at all times to chase a child who decided to run. To run to masturbate? No. <laughs> well, maybe. I totally would if I was them at this so age. They at least. were sent there by their parents and they would plot to like sneak away. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't work with like our bound is kind of has like a lot of really, it, it's a, it's an amazing organization. They have a lot of mo- mostly the people who are at go to our bound are like really good kids who want to like learn on nature not the courses I worked. The courses right. I worked were like, it was uh, the, the at-risk kids, the kids who'd gotten in trouble, who your parents, they didn't want to be there. They were fucking pissed that they were there, and right. they, but they knew they couldn't get kicked off or they go to like juvie. Like right. some of them were court ordered to be there. Right. So they're all just angry all the time. Right. You know? <laughs> so you have to run after people. So I never had to, I never, they never attempted to run, right. but I had to have a bag packed in Ready. case they had to run wow. or wanted to run with my headlamp and everything. Um, I did uh, one course. It was all boys with 12 students. Six out of 12 of them had to be evacuated at some point. So I was the one who had to take them to the uh, urgent care. Oh, my God. Because they something came up. Hurt? Two of them, because they're angry, you know, like one of them was like, you know, Knew he can't punch a kid or he'll get kicked off, so he punched a tree and oh, broke his God. hand. That happened to some kid at my high school. He punched <laughs> the fence as hard as he could and yeah. he hit a stud and he just <laughs> shattered his hand. A kid yeah, but punched a locker um, in my high school and broke his hand. Hey, kids. Yeah, don't, don't punch hard don't things. You're mad, but I just mean, scream a, into a pillow. A or face something. will like bend at least, but like a tree is <laughs> not going to. Like, no. and so, but what happened is that kid punched a tree and then the other kid who like worshipped him was like yeah fuck that guy and he punched a tree so I walked into the (laughs) urgent care with two kids with a broken and he was like what happened here and I'm like well you're not gonna believe this but they both punched trees you know because they're complete losers yeah so like I was like hiking out all the time to the trail to trailhead or to the road and like having to use a sat phone to be like and pick us up at mile marker 12 and take us to urgent care Wow, you know but but anyway, um, but yeah, so no one was masturbating out there. If they, I don't know, they what had no privacy. And so I had no privacy. Right. And even when I was sleeping, I was listening for fucking zippers. Cause you're like, uh oh, are they peeing or are they running away? Yes. You know, um, I could never do that job now. Yeah. I would be exhausted. No privacy. Yeah. yeah. For 24, 21 days straight. Damn. You That's know? Nuts. Basically, being on the clock the whole yeah. time. Yeah, you're older now. Maybe you f- you figured out sneakier ways to masturbate, though. You know, maybe we've totally. Really I've been trying lessons. to figure out how. Like, I can put a tampon on on an airplane without getting out of my seat, and no one knows. Wow. But I I yeah, would never a masturbate. <laughs> a thing I, I don't think I can masturbate on an airplane. I've masturbated no. while driving, and no, no one knows. I'm in a truck, wow. so I'm up high, so no one can see me. Required that would make someone understand what's happening. Yeah, exactly. So, and plus, I would hear my vibrator because usually. Like, oh yeah, I was. I know. was thinking with bare hands. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I could do bare hands, but like, I'm too lazy for that shit now. My vibrator's <laughs> way more efficient. Takes too much. Yeah, <laughs> takes too much elbow grease. So, so you've sort of come to like a happy medium with your living outdoor, and yeah, wandering lifestyle. You have a home base now. You continue to wander the globe. Yeah. But you now have like a little apartment that you like. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like what I realized is that when I lived outside for mm-hmm. so long and I didn't even realize it. That's fine. Uh, 
but when I lived outside for so long, I, I didn't realize how it just exhaust, like it's the elements, which is another reason why a basic human need is like food, water, shelter. Well, I didn't like, I love being outside. I don't like anything between me and the stars, you know? So Mm -hmm. I usually, even when I slept in my truck, I'd only do it when it was raining. A lot of times I would throw my sleeping bag on the ground. I don't even sleep in tents usually. Right. And the East Coast, you have to because of uh, rain. Right. But like, you know, in California, it never fucking rains. You sleep outside on the stars all the time. Like, I'm not worried about like, I mean, the only time anything crawled into my sleeping bag was like once I rolled over in Joshua Tree and I felt something run out of my bag. It was probably a lizard. I'm pretty sure it was a lizard or a... (laughs) Or a mouse, uh, but like it's not bad. you know. But other than that, like a mouse outdoor does doesn't freak me out. It's exactly, the, it's the those are cute. Scurrying. It's the yes, indoor. Yeah. Like when I lived in New, New York, York, I had a mice. mouse. I'd be like, ah! yes. you know, and I was like, what's wrong with me, dude? What slept in my bag with me? And yeah. I was like, because this is not their environment. This is my environment. Right. Yeah. Whereas but like outside, outside like, like I'm in your territory yeah okay come snuggle up with me yeah i guess there's not the fear of it like crawling up your pant leg and right right. because they have all that open space like they don't need like your greatest fear yeah Yeah, into your butt like frozen right don't they freeze them first and put them in your butt i thought you're talking about the disney movie i was like frozen oh no (laughs) (laughs) you know something i don't i still don't understand the whole gerbil i don't either i think it's like if they wriggle around it's fun i don't know i don't know um, <laughs> but you still, you'll still just sleep in your backyard. Like yeah, so they gave, oh, so they gave, still have it. yeah, I have you a backyard. Well, the thirst to be She outside. has this great little backyard. I have a great backyard. Although my my housemates got rid of that couch, so I'm like really waiting for them to get a new one because yeah. I really do miss sleeping outside. I feel like incomplete if I don't. Wow. Just like I don't like being inside all the time. But what I do like about LA is is um you know it's not cold all the time. So even yeah. you can you can be anywhere and feel like you're outside like people have outdoor parties you know what i mean like uh, open windows open doors yeah our apartment bad bugs usually our apartment doesn't have air conditioning and it's just it's fine in here yeah it's like the the nice little cool outdoor air keeps us um i have Oh, I had a question and I lost it. Shit. <laughs> well, we, we, I was going to say we should probably wrap it up. Oh, well, here's one big question. Yeah. Or just, you know, idea that's like, okay, so you've done it. You've gone outside. You've lived outside. You've gone inside. It seems like back and forth. Now you've got this medium and you've been talking about, say, worrying about maybe what life will be like as you're older. Mm-hmm. So what do you think you'll, at, say you're an older woman, an uh-huh. old woman now, do you think you'll still have that same outdoor indoor oh yeah that's not ever going anywhere wow yeah i mean and most outdoor women that i meet like climbers like they have like fucking you know like crazy wrinkle i don't even know how old they are like you're like that woman's ancient and that shit she's still fucking barefoot and like all like it's not that's not ever going away once you have you know you can take the girl out of the the truck but you can't take the truck out of the girl or whatever yeah (laughs) i did want to say this though and this is like because i was thinking about this on the way over here like the whole van life hashtag shit Man, van life is not like that at all. Yeah. First of all, you cannot park legally in many places unless you are like on in a logging road in the national forest. But right. like a lot of parts, especially California, they don't let you park places. Right. You have to like buy a permit. Yeah. Like the cops will bug you. So you're not parking outfit. on the beach. Yeah. yeah. You're living. And so when I lived in my truck for a whole summer after I'd moved to New York to do like this, you know, summer tour, like whatever comedy kind of thing. I realized, like, this shit sucks. I lived in a 
a, a Walmart parking lot most of the summer. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. even when they I lived in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, which you would think there'd be plenty of places to park your truck. No, because it seems ev- like rich people that don't want it there. Yeah. Something. Like it's a very rich town and yeah. there's not much public yeah. land. And so I, I, the only place I, they, and they have all these rules because money is taken over all these places yeah. that Kmart even has signs like no overnight parking. Cause they Damn, don't want people like me squatting. <laughs> right. So I slept in an, I would, I would, this, this is when I lived there, this is crazy. I, I probably spent more money waiting to go sleep in my truck than oh, I would have on Jesus. rent. So it really wasn't very efficient. Wow. Right. But like I get off work, I'd be, I was a raft guide. So I'd work from six in the morning until like six in the afternoon. I mean, it was crazy long days. And then I was tired as shit, but I had nowhere to go. There's nowhere to hang out because I don't want to sit in the front seat of my car. Yeah. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so I'd like hang out with my friends. We go to like a bar or like a, you know, outdoor party and whatever. And then like everyone goes to their home and I'm like, Okay, so I would go to a movie at the movie theater. I saw so many movies that I don't even remember. Wow. I didn't want to see. I saw Men in Black too, like three times, and slept <laughs> and all all through. I again. felt I passed Melanie, out. There are other movies, no, and no, no, like, no. But you know, Jackson only 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 had two. Oh, wow. Things showing yeah, right, yeah. and I just do anything to kill time until I could sneak into this apartment complex that I finally figured out that I could park in legally and no one would kick me out. Right, nice. and I would like p- you know pee at the gas station, but of course I'd always have to pee in the middle of the night, so I'd like crawl out of my truck and like. Pee in the fucking cement part and it splashes. Like, it's oh not fun. Yeah. And try fucking in a truck yeah. from Monday yeah. cheese. Like, these people are not clean and beautiful. They're yeah. fucking gross. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's the reality of living in your car. Like, baby wipes are your shower. Oh, yeah. You know? And Hashtag like, Hashtag van life. Van life. It's all bullshit. Don't believe that shit. Like, yeah. it's all. There's no way. They're like romanticizing tr- this whole van life thing of like, millennia, just be free. And I'm like, yeah, it is free. It was great. I don't like regret doing you it. You are homeless and you are But dirty. you are homeless and it's stressful right it's super stressful living in your fucking car right you know right you should do a um outdoor truck life comedy tour <laughs> yeah you do it out of trucks or something yeah and, uh, and then someone hosts you and you get to go to their garage or uh or their house yeah yeah actually when <laughs> i sleep in their backyard i would actually sleep in like when i stay with people i sometimes if, i usually like park in their driveway <laughs> or sleep in their backyard wow. right um and they're always like, here, sleep on my sofa and whatever. And I'm like, actually, yeah, actually, more I'm more comfortable in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is when in the middle of all that living outside, I remember my sister, she uh, she always was kind of like the diplomat between me and my my parents, you know, like the go between uh, the ambassador to my parents who did not understand who the fuck this freak is. He's like a wolf. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, sister. I told my sister, cause I'd been like, you know, living outside for months and months and months after in that fall, like in summer. And I'm, I'm coming home for Thanksgiving and I'm like, I'm just going to sleep in the backyard. And she's like, you're not, sleeping in the backyard and i'm like why not like i sleep outside all the time like i don't want, i don't want to be confined to ceilings between me and the stars you know and she was like look i already have to do a lot of fucking troubleshooting to explain your life to our parents and so i'm not going there with fucking this sleep inside the neighbors the love of god the, the neighbors are gonna should it's we pause just a package oh, okay. oh it's a package Sorry. we're good okay like, uh, like the neighbors are gonna be looking at you like it's not okay. You're sleeping in a bed while you're home. And I'm like, okay, fine. You know what I mean? I forgot about neighbors. Yeah. So I'm not like that anymore. Now right. I'm kind of, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm in the middle. If you of your own home, you're going to go sleep outside every once in a while. Yeah. I'm, I've gone really back cool. to middle, although I still like, I don't spend money on, I, 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 I shop for clothes 
twice a year, I go to Target and I find a t-shirt I like. I buy five different colors. I buy a pair of jeans I like from like H&M. I buy four different pairs and that's it. That's it. I hate shopping. I yeah, hate. We're not real shopping. We don't either. either. I just I hate a it. Big crop of shopping, and I'm not going to do it's it. Like for a a, it's like a back. It's like a a thing. It's like it's like going to the DMV for me. It you is. Know, it's like I go because I have to. Yeah, we but I fucking hate it. We are in the same. Boat. I feel good afterwards. I don't take care of it for a while. We should put that on our list. We should shopping, do a, f- yeah. a, f- a future episode of this show where we talk about <laughs> shopping. So I saw that you had Jeffrey Marks on here and you talked about malls and I was like, oh, that's so funny. Me and Jeffrey are such good friends it's actually, and we are so no, different. Different Jeffrey. different Jeffrey. What? Jeffrey Max is who oh. we had on the yeah. show. Yes, I know. You would think, yeah, that would be... <laughs> what are the chances? Yes, Comedian, one letter difference? I know, yes, yeah. I know. Yeah, crazy. Well, guys, we should wrap this thing up. Yeah, yeah. Thank go you go so to our homes. for being on our show, Melanie. Thanks for having me. Do you have anything you want to add or you want to plug anything? Um, I will plug well my website has access links to everything you know yeah. i've been on the risk podcast for yeah. eight times so what's got- your website at melaniehamlet.com gotcha yeah Go it's pretty simple melanie's uh website you can see is your blog entries and all that stuff yeah it's basically like yeah you can yeah all my podcasts are on there my uh links to my instagram and everything and then pictures from living out in my truck yes. P- pictures that back up the stories that i tell on stage i used to yeah read your tumblr religiously what was it called something like sleeping girl? wandering na- narcoleptic wandering or whatever. Nar- narcoleptic. yeah it's the same thing this it's basically that but like you know, but not a Tumblr. I, right. I just thought about this the other day. Do people still do Tumblr? I don't think so. Or did they go out of business? I think it's done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. He's probably a billionaire, though. The man who. Yeah. Mr. Tumblr. Mr. Tumblr. Great. Yeah. Tumbles <laughs> Tumblrs. Uh, as a billionaire because it got bought by Yahoo. And now they're like, what do we do with this? Right. Well, thank oh, you and so- my, my oh, podcast, too. Sorry. Oh, yes. That you were just on today. Kelly. I was on your podcast today. Uh, smashing Stories. But there's a link to that on my website as well. Yep. Great. Check it out. Well, thanks, Mel. Thank you. Later. (sighs) Wow. What an adventure. Mm. Jesus. Makes me want to go whitewater rafting (laughs) in the Colorado. With her as the guide. Yeah. I mean, I want to go camping so bad. I want to, but not badly. There's a total, there's totally a part of me that like has this weird little fantasy of like living outdoors. On my, yeah. Like living on my own near a stream and like making do with what I have and like the shelter. Like I love how safe a shelter feels when you're like out there like that, you know? Yeah. The, the simplicity of it is nice. Yeah. And like nothing makes me happy, you know? What? <laughs> <laughs> like the uh, the things that I buy, like they don't make me happy. Yeah, the things. I mean, a lot of her argument was about how simple it is and how you don't need all the stuff. You don't need a big house. You she don't al- need this. You don't. She need did that. mention how hard it is, though, too. So. Yeah, it is hard. And she also made fun of the stupid uh, van life boys or whoever. What is it? Van life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag van life. Yeah. Who like gorgeous women in bikinis hanging out and cooking beautifully remodeled airstreams. Exactly. That takes some money. Yeah, I wonder where they got that money in the first place. Yeah, where did they get that money? If you guys could write to me and tell you tell me where you got that money. Hashtag van life. Hashtag van life. I'm gonna hashtag this thing with van life. So yeah. please tell us. Uh, van so what life do you think, looks though? fun. Do you want to live outdoors though? I don't want to, but I, I, I want to try. Like her describing sleeping outside. 
Like, I want to try sleeping outside. Yeah, I guess it, it could Real be bad. nice to get over that. I, I actually, I mean, I think I've part had, of like, me is just not that it. interested, but yeah, I'm scared of it. Yeah. I had a fear, I've had a fear of not, not like critters, but like insects getting inside my sleeping bag or on my face my or bra. something in my bra. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, I want to do that for sure. And I also want to go like on a road trip with like, I don't know, an RV, like a very simple RV. Yeah, it's very romantic, the uh, life on the road. Yeah. It's it cool. Is. It is cool. Yeah, so I, I love you, Mel, and that that's cool, but I hate you. No. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry in that uh, I don't know if it's for me. Yeah, I don't know if it's Man, for me Man, I just either. came back from New York where I was in a swanky hotel, and let me tell you, oh, you're living outdoors, me, I'm living it up. <laughs> well, think about I just love that feeling, though, of living outdoors for like days and then going and getting that like you're right. I think shower camping and, and yeah, the we, soft bed. And like, in our oh. camping episode, I think you talked about that. And yeah, there is something about the, the challenge. Challenge is not bad. Yes, I think we often see it as bad because we have life. Right. We live lives of preference now right. of like, I would rather do this than that. So this is right. what I'm going to do. And I'm never going to see anything I don't want to see or be a part of something I don't want to be a part of because why would I waste my time doing that? Right. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know what? Sometimes like a challenge is pretty nice. Right. And it's always the part of your life. Not to say that living like outside is constant discomfort. But a little bit of discomfort, a little bit of inconvenience makes comfort and convenience delicious. Yeah, well, that's when why it's I, usually just like, oh, I'm satiated. It's like, oh, this is good. That's why I like living in Los Angeles is because I lived in New York City. Yes, we were suffering. So it's like I am in guys. another dump of a city. I mean, L.A.'s a dump or Hollywood's a dump. But God, is it cushy compared to that? To New York. Fucking. That's. Pot of melt. Yeah, that's like a demon's dump. Yeah, it it's really like is. Satan's hell over there, hot guys. shit all over <laughs> the garbage of billions of years of hell. I'm sorry. No offense to our New York listeners, but we we did enough time that we we understand what we're talking. And that about. is what New York feels like. You do your time. It's really it's a do sentence. Your time. It does feel like jail. You are in jail. You are. How do you get out of New York? If you're living in New York, how do you get out? I mentally, don't know. it was hard. It was so hard mentally and emotionally to get over New York and be like, I can leave now. Yeah, and but it I'm saying like, like literally getting out is hard. Oh yes, like no. go, going sure. to Penn Station and getting no like no, a no you're New right, Jersey you're transit right. going train through the is fucking hard. tunnel like you have to be inspected. You sit in traffic for an hour sometimes you're Oof. like i have to go an hour to the <laughs> to the train station on a train to get on another train to leave here whenever do you remember okay do you remember living in new york and having this like idea that the apocalypse would come nah you never had those like feelings oh yeah i mean i was worried about terrorist attacks i was worried about natural disasters i would have apocalypse dreams all the time and all I would think about was how fucked I would be. Like, I had a dream where I just, like, drowned because I couldn't get out of the city fast enough. Just, like, bolting from town, it's impossible. Yeah, it was really hard. Guys. <laughs> but, hey. Anyway. New York City. Anyway. Beautiful. Melanie, we wish you luck on your travels. Thank you for inspiring oh, yeah. us. She's out in Europe now. Yeah, doing she's her thing. in Europe with her family. She is, uh, you know, she might even take a job out there. So, pretty good luck cool. With that girl. So um, that was fun. We also have some updates from people, some email updates uh, really? that we just well people email us at littlepuppyquestions at, at gmail dot com. Yes, they do, Kelly, and you should too. Um, one is from someone named Brian who said that he has a correction about 
the Virgin Mary from our, our Catholic, uh, or yes, our Catholicism episode. So Langan claimed that the Virgin Mary was born uh, immaculately. She was Is, immaculately Yes, yeah, she was also, conceived. I'm what confused. What the fuck does immaculate mean? No fucking? I think so. No um, I think that's how it's defined in the Bible. And is this no guy fucking. is saying that she was not immaculately conceived. Yeah, that she like in, didn't have sex to conceive Jesus. Right, we knew that. But she herself was not immaculately conceived. But I believe Langan had different info. Yeah, Langan said that. Yeah, so someone's we lying all know, here. Yeah, someone's lying. So I, I want us all to get in the room and figure this out. I want Langan and this guy to punch to each have other it out mercilessly. So I, maybe that's a correction. Maybe it's not. I don't know who to believe anymore. I don't either. I'm going to grill Langan next time I see her. Now, we also got an, uh, another email mm-hmm. about our plant-based diet yes, episodes. Andre Vermeulen. Episode number 57F3. <laughs> um, and he, he Ben was uh, saying that, you know, no diet is without free. any kind of cruelty because... You know, as anyone who eats fruits and vegetables, there is horrible abuse, uh, you know, and maybe some human suffering that goes into the yeah, uh, migrant workers, migrant workers and the exploitation of them. Yes. So that's upsetting, though. I did say to Ben in my response email is that, well, you know, people who eat meat also eat fruits and vegetables and yeah. things that are derived from them. Right. So they're doubly. Yeah. You know, abusing. Uh, right. And and I mean, resources. the same it's it's. And it's the same thing. And it's it's like we're all trying to do our best. We're all trying like we try to shop at the farmer's market as much as possible because those situations, as far as we know, are not riddled in cruelty. Like as far as we know, as far as we know, migrant workers aren't being exploited. You know, the they're good. They're local. They're this. They're that. You do your fucking best. And in this society, your best is as good as it's going to get because Guys, don't feel too guilty. It's it's a, it's a really fucked system. And yeah, that's true. Yeah. But he has a good point. I mean, yeah, that is that is a good about. point. We think about animal cru- cruelty a lot. We forget about human cruelty, and um, that obviously is the more important factor. Though God, I love animals. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, neither in a perfect world, neither are I. Yeah, exactly. I don't understand why. I mean, I get capitalism, but it's like it's so crazy how quickly everything has jumped to there's never a moment in the history of capitalism where it was like this person started this company and everyone was treated fairly (laughs) you know it's always like well first there were child labor issues you know Mm -hmm. they immediately hired children to like sew a bunch of shit (laughs) i don't know why they did that did you ever hear about the workhouses of england of london it's like immediately their first thing was like why don't we have children do it they have tiny sweet little hands i've been watching that they're not doing anything call the midwife and it's all about all these people that used to be in work workhouses and then i think that's what oliver twist is about it's like kind of like an orphanage it's a jail where they make you work and it's like the worst hell i've ever heard of in my life it was so scary everything is a hell oh my god everything it's its own little hell well that's fun little hells um well guys yes please write to little puppy questions at gmail.com with thoughts comments um and i don't know little stupid uh pictures little stupid (laughs) pictures and stories and questions and you know any little 
thing that you want to tell us tell us your deepest darkest secrets right Dave? yeah Don't please you hear email us secrets? your secrets and also uh if you like this episode liked any episodes please give us a five-star review on itunes so other people i guess could find out about it and then yeah. so kelly and i could feel good about ourselves yeah we just want to feel good about ourselves that's and the main we reason we get up to 65 um or- reviews we're gonna burp in each other's mouths on the air yeah and uh, if What's we get that up- gonna be like i don't know so Let's see what happens. We'll see. Um, and I guess, guys, you know, right now, I think the thing to do is just close your sweet little eyes. And just rest your sweet little innocent mind. Stop thinking about all the dark, sad things in the world and how everything's fucked in hell. And um, jerk off and go to bed. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>